Welcome to the audio version of BARG, exclusively for Canadian mortgage professionals who want to avoid losing the rate game by using the credit game to win. To join the conversation for visuals and additional resources, you can go to our private Facebook or LinkedIn page, and all the links and resources are in the show notes. For the co-host for today, we want to get to know you a little bit better. And so, uh, who are you? Uh, where are you from? What do you do? And uh, that kind of stuff. So, My name is Gagan Luna. I'm licensed in Saskatchewan and Ontario for mortgages. I work with Enrich Mortgage Group. Our head office is in Calgary. Uh, I'm doing this from last five years. I got licensed in 2017 and I bought my own house in 2016. My friends, a couple of friends bought in 2015. Uh, none of us had good experience. And my dad back home, they, he was a bank manager. So I, I'm, I'm familiar with all the financial terms. So I thought maybe I can start doing mortgages or maybe look into it and growing my business. You have some experience being new to Canada yourself, which yeah. is, which is great. Cause we're going to talk a little bit about new to Canada clients and, and how to uh, work with them, build your business using that and, and some resources and tips to help those clients that are new to Canada. Uh, so that'll be good insight. Uh, but do you work with a lot of new to Canada yourself or? Yeah, yeah, I do uh, work with a mix uh, new to Canada and who are already here, but quite a few new to Canada okay. clients. When I was doing brokering, I, I loved working with new to Canada. They were much better at referring friends and family. And uh, I always appreciated that. It was, it was good to kind of get connected with yeah. the, the just the whole group there so has that been your experience definitely uh they are because they are new to canada uh if they have a good experience with someone they will let yep. people in their group know hey i did mortgage for this guy or i bought car from this person they're good right. to deal with they will take care of you right so it, definitely they are one of the best source of getting business so brokers out there, if you don't work with new to Canada yet, it is something that uh, I suggest, even if you don't speak a second language or you're not from a different country, it's still something where you can try and educate and help uh, those that are new to Canada. Because uh, one of the other reasons why I loved working with them is as opposed to a doctor, an engineer that knows everything, um, they're, they come in and, and they're eager to learn, which is which is what I always loved dealing with those type of people with this conversation of credit, it will give you some ideas on how to help them get uh, back to best rates, best terms, or, or just get started from wherever they are. Uh, now, what, what's one of the biggest challenges working with those that are new to Canada? Have you found any specific challenges with that? One big challenge I see with uh, people from these countries who are new to Canada uh, credit cards or credit products uh, either are not readily available in these countries or they are frowned upon, right? So they people don't like to get credit cards. Uh, even in India, uh, many people, like I would say 80% or 90% of the pop population doesn't have a credit card. So when they come to Canada, they have the same mentality, right? And what they will do is either only husband will get one credit card and the other spouse won't get any credit card or any credit product. And sometimes I have seen those beacon reject 
and it gets difficult if we have to use income for the beacon reject. Uh, to use the income, we need at least some credit score. Other uh, challenges which I see with New to Canada, it, it's similar and related uh, that they will get only one credit card and no other credit product. Lenders would like to see two uh, lines of credit. Uh, when I say lines of credit, it doesn't mean line of credit. credit it, yeah. yeah, credit accounts, uh, like credit yeah. card, line of credit, or even a, a you know mobility phone would work in this right. case. At least. So that is another challenge uh, which I see with the new to Canada client. There is no one to guide them. And right. like 10 years ago, information wasn't easily available. Today, information is easily available. But with that comes, uh, you know, there is information is available, which is not correct. And uh, so you bring up a, a ton of good points because I, I think it's really just North America, maybe yeah. maybe England or maybe parts of Europe, I don't know. But uh, as far as the, the mentality of credit is important or credit is something that you need to prove that you can handle your money is a foreign thought process for, for those coming to Canada. So if you are working with them, it is something where you should have some resources some information or spend the time to educate them completely different exactly. mindset. It, it's almost like a, it, like poor people have credit or, or it's a bad thing to have credit yeah. and now switching that around to, Hey, you need credit. L let's say a client comes in and, and you can get them for financing because they're new to Canada through the new to Canada program, where it's not necessarily required to have, amazing established credit like they would expect from someone that's born here or grew up in Canada, but they get the new to Canada product. But then because no one told them that they need to have credit, that when it comes to renewal or refinance, now we're in a situation where they, they're past that two to three year time frame, whatever it is. And now, now they're up against not being able to refinance or switch lending institutions because no one's ever told them that that credit card or, or an, an additional credit account is is so important. So that's something I had never thought of. Uh, new to Canada, uh, most of the insurers, they consider five years from the time the person lands in Canada. So okay. All three insurers like CMHC, Sagen, and uh, Canada Guarantee. So it's Has like five years. I, I thought it was three years, but then I heard two and a half years, and and now no, you're, it, you're it's five years sort of. from time of landing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That they would be considered new to Canada. Yeah. If you've been in the industry for a while and you're used to the the credit score being called a beacon, um, it, it's now FICO. So, but I, yes. I find that people or brokers still use reject beacon quite often because it's just what we're used to saying yeah. as a reject score what you were referring to as Correct. the N. If you're looking at different versions of the credit report, sometimes it's an R or it will just show a zero. Uh, TransUnion on the consumer side just shows zero. But whatever it is, the, the credit scoring system goes anywhere between 300 and 900. So if you, if you are seeing that reject, that N, that zero, whatever you're seeing, uh, and they're telling you that they have a credit card mortgage or whatever, then that's an error and that's, something that can be corrected so that at least you get that score. But if they have no credit, then 
then that's justified. <laughs> can't can't do anything about that. Um, so at the bottom there, you, you see the since and the FAD. What that tells the scoring system or any underwriter, this is a, a date stamp that they're looking at when the credit file started. And if you look at the AML waterfalls, what they call it, so the anti-money laundering, laundering new edition that Equifax put on there, it also has these dates. So it shows the open date, the first credit kind of started on there, but they also have the, the credit file creation date. These dates can be very key or important for you if as a broker trying to use the, the, you know, the new to Canada program, but also justify why the credit isn't more established. Take a look at those dates and then you can see exactly what's uh what's going on and ask the right questions to your client on that what are the challenges using or even getting the international credit report so you know depending upon country from where the client is coming from it's yep. very challenging if it's us uh, i have done deals where client moved from us to canada and it's really easy uh, even if equifax it's expensive and, you know, if it's expensive for us to right. get credit report, we can ask client to get the credit report and lenders have accepted that credit report. I just did, awesome. uh, did a deal last year. A client moved from US to Ottawa. He was working for a company based out of Halifax, working remotely. Um, I did a deal with TD, no problem. I had mentioned different countries. What about Sybil? Yes, Sybil uh, is... Uh, out in India. I don't know if they are present in any other country. They have using or generating civil score based on car loans, uh, home loans, and personal loans. Personal loans in India are a big thing. So people buy washing machines, refrigerators. For us to get a report from India, it's still not easy as a broker. Right. Uh, for clients uh, in India, if they have someone there, it might be easier for them, uh, but not for us. We recently did a deal. I have another agent who worked with me. Uh, he's doing. He was doing a deal from Vietnam. Uh, getting credit report from Vietnam, mm -hmm. it, it's like too much work, or it's close yeah. to impossible. Yeah, yeah. I so. I remember my the last time I did it was uh, someone in Africa uh, or a client that was from Africa and. To, to do the international credit report was going to be something like $600 and, and there's yeah, no exactly. guarantee that they're going to provide anything uh, because Equifax doesn't guarantee that. Uh, so I, I'll put the, the link to Sybil in the uh, show notes or just underneath the video here. Um, and, and from what I could find on online or just kind of through the chat rooms is, is that Scotiabank, BMO and TD will accept those. This is an actual condition from Canada Guarantee for one of the new to Canada clients. So we will need international credit report demonstrating a straight, uh, strong credit profile or two alternative sources of credit demonstrating timely payments, no idiot for past 12 months. And right. see, it, it does say here, uh, Richard, 
must have immigrated or relocated to Canada within the last 60 months. That clarifies that point. And this is another approval. I just took the snippet from uh, the approval letter. And this was with Sage and Janworth uh, back uh, last year. Uh, but they needed international credit report or rental payment history confirmed by a letter from landlord and one other alternative source of credit demonstrating timely payment. Having the alternative sources, of course, uh, can, can be helpful, but it's always much easier if they just have good credit. <laughs> exactly. With new to Canada, uh, I have an example here of, of Kevin. This is a, a little dated, but I haven't had another example that I've had the, the snapshots of the report so often. Originally, December 11, 2019 was the first snapshot. The score is pretty good. You can see that the credit card is, is showing reporting 11 times, uh, which means it's being used and, and active. And then on the next snapshot, it, it shows 727, uh, which the score has gone up because the credit card's been established for longer. And that was pulled on April 23rd, 2020. Then we get into the negative of it. The score dropped 624 because the account had been closed and that's what lowered the score. But then on the next image there, you see that the reason why it went down to zero or to that N or, or reject credit score was essentially because it had been closed for over six months. So if there's no activity within six months, your credit will go to zero, regardless of whether you're new to Canada or not. But I, I just wanted to bring that up because it's important that not only you as brokers know, uh, because this broker was sending, well, didn't send me the reports until afterwards, but he's wondering why the credit score is dropping to zero. And, and that's why. <laughs> and, and he could have easily told his client, don't cancel it, don't close his credit card. But because he didn't, now all of a sudden he's he's dealing with starting all over again, which is is not fun. Yeah. I would like to add a couple of things here, Richard, to your points. Uh, some of the clients or people, what they do is they take credit card and they don't use it for a year, two years. Some of the lenders in Canada, they do close inactive cards. So yep. even if if you have a older credit card, uh, like I have one older credit card, which is from PC Financial. I think one of the first ones for myself from 2011. Mm -hmm. I do put like one or two transaction or three transaction a year just to keep this card active because it maintains uh, life of my credit report or maintains average age of my credit report, which impacts my credit score. That's right. Dramatically too. Um, it, it can be a, a big drop depending on how active the, the credit is. And, and there's also fees, uh, inactivity fees that some of the credit card companies will charge. And if you've moved and you haven't canceled it, then all of a sudden they're sending it to collections, which is even worse just for $10 or $15, which is ridiculous, but that that's what they do. One, I guess, image resource that I use for a lot of clients that are new to Canada, it's always good if the clients can start with major bank credit cards. Uh, ha have you found that lenders are, are more receptive or, or would prefer credit with a major bank as opposed to a non-major bank? Most of the new to Canada clients, usually they have credit card. If they do, 
it's with one of the major uh, banks or major credit yep. union in the province they are. Yeah, it, it's much easier for, for them when they're new to Canada, for yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, whether it's secured or unsecured, sometimes they'll need a security to get started. But either way, having it with a major bank is always much better. And in, in my experience dealing with underwriters, they, they would just, True. they would look at it much as a, Favorably. a preferred yeah. a, having it with a major bank than let's say Capital One or something like that. Now, the other one is always have a low balance. And a lot of times, as you had mentioned, credit is seen as a bad thing, but then they get kind of used to it <laughs> and then get sucked in with the whole challenge and temptation of credit cards. Uh, have you found a lot of issues with that? Not really, but I have a, okay. a case which happened recently with one of my very good client and friend. He was making right. minimum payment right on time, but the problem was he used his credit card more than the available limit to him. And people doesn't know if you have $1,000 limit and if you use 1200 and if that gets reported to credit bureau, you were screwed yes. up. And that's the key is helping those that, that don't know, understand how much a, a balance on a credit card really affects the score because credit cards are great for building credit, but they're, they're also very powerful. And, and if they're yeah. misused, then, then they can be like really damaging to the score and make it much more difficult to get approved for, for best rates and best term. Keeping that balance always under half, uh, that, that's something that uh, may not be common sense, regardless of whether you grew up in, in Canada or not. So that's, yeah. that's a key part with how using credit cards to actually build your credit is, is always maintain that, that balance under, I, I say under half, but the lower, the, the lower you have it, the better. One of the tips that I always suggest is is to pay right away. There's some myths out there that you need to wait to make the payment until the statement comes out. And that's not true, not in anything that I've ever seen or tested. Uh, so transactions, as long as there's a transaction on there, uh, it, it generates activity and, and is good, but you can literally pay your credit card right away or even prepay your credit card. Some, some of my clients do that, but I don't suggest that you tell clients to wait until the statement comes out because in my experience, you tell them to wait, they're most likely to forget to pay on time, which obviously will make it harder for you to get the mortgage, but also they develop this bad habit of carrying a balance month to month. So it, it's something where I always suggest clients uh, to pay off the credit card or pay as, as quickly as possible. I, One, I didn't know about this. So I learned something new today. There you go. It, uh, it's worth your time then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, the other one that I, I talk a lot about is, is once is enough. Find that the banks are, are very good at brainwashing clients to assume that the more you use a credit card, the better it is for your score. And, and that's not true. If, if you look at a credit report, there is nothing reporting on how many times that client has used the credit card in a month or the reporting period. It just says that it was reported. 
And so you see the balance, you see the limits, you see everything else, but you don't see how many transactions that person did. And so that I've, I've tracked it as much as I can, and I don't see any benefit whatsoever as long as it's being used once. So use it once or a hundred times. It, it doesn't affect the score, Equifax and TransUnion score any different. I, I never thought it about like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's good yeah. to know. One of the last ones here uh, is don't close it. <laughs> it just doesn't make logical sense that closing a credit card will lower your score. But that's something where it's good for your clients to know is that if they have a credit card and they decide to upgrade or switch to a different card and they close down the old card, uh, they they don't understand that. And, and you made that comment about HSBC, you've had that card for 11 years. If you go and close that one, your score will drop dramatically more than if you closed a card that's only been around for a year or so. So that's that's something that clients should know to, to keep the score up and, and protect you from having to start all over again, reestablishing their credit when they're trying to get a mortgage. The last one is two is better than one, and, and you've already yeah. mentioned why. The other suggestion that I always give to those that are new to Canada is, is, is the importance of checking both the Equifax and TransUnion credit report. One, because there, there seems to be a lot more errors on reports, accounts not showing up, uh, because the name is not necessarily uh, something in, in a format that the banks are used to or because the SIN number changes or just because there's a lot of people that have the exact same name that are in the same family or, or I, I just find that new to Canada will most likely or more commonly have errors on their credit report. So that's something where they, they need to check both the, the Equifax and TransUnion reports. Yeah, and you brought a good point, Richard, here. I did have a case like this in 2020. So client's Equifax uh, was screwed up because of common names. Uh, yes. And then when I pulled for TransUnion, it wasn't a great score, but it was more than 600, which I needed. Yeah, that's that's a good point because the the importance of having that backup or some accounts don't always show up on both Equifax and TransUnion. And that's just the way that they are. Other times it's errors as we had talked about before, but you're, you're right. It's uh, something that could be very helpful and, and there are exceptions. And uh, I, I've heard of that, uh, that lenders would will ex sometimes accept yeah. that, that, that other one. And now when you mentioned that sometime account doesn't show up on one or another bureau i just did a deal which closed in july mm -hmm. client had perfect credit report on equifax yeah but he doesn't have anything on transunion deal was done with scotia bank and they always pull transunion they couldn't find anything on transunion for him and my underwriter asked me what's going on here and i'm like i don't have any clue some other resources and tips uh, I've outlined the process on how to get an international credit report if if you've never done that before. Um, and then there's the the image that we went through and, and of course resources for your clients on on any of the, the new to Canada. Uh, and if you do have 
some suggestions or tips or tricks, uh, you can definitely put them in the comment section. Uh, that would be appreciated. It's always good to, to learn more on, on how to help clients, especially when they're new to Canada. Yep. Well, thank you so much for helping me and, and having me uh, having this conversation with me, helping me with the content that uh, gave some great insights and really appreciate it. Thank you, Richard, for giving me the opportunity. This is the first time I'm doing this. And I hope it went well. You're a pro. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Richard. Thank you so much. As a reminder, if you have any comments, please put them down below. If you had the question, most likely another broker now or down the road will have the same one. If you have a specific client scenario that you want me to review, please send me all the details you can to info at creditgame.net and I'll see how I can help. You can click the See More button in order to get the links and resources that we talk about in the episode. And I look forward to seeing you on the next one.